Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. Today we're coming at you with... Garbage Brain After Dark. That's right. We're talking about kinky shit. Kinky shit. (laughs) Specifically, kinks. Just kinks. Natalie, what is kinks? Kinks is a term in human sexuality which refers to the use of non-conventional sexual practices, concepts, or fantasies. So it's when you get off on weird shit. So what's the difference between a kink and a fetish? A kink is when you can, like, I can get with that, it's fine, right? That's just you being kinky. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you can pee on me, whatever. Like, you just go with the flow. (laughs) (laughs) A fetish is when it is like, like a clinical condition where you cannot get off unless you're doing that thing. Okay. Okay, so it's not quite as fun. So we're just in it for the fun shit. So yeah, there's like there's like a gradient between like, oh, that's fine, and being like, oh, I can't get a boner unless you step on my dick. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> yeah. That would be one of those things where they would say, does this cause you distress? Right. People who have stuff like that can get in relationships with people who go along with it. Sure. And there's nothing we, we should say up front there's nothing as long as you and everyone involved can sense in it. I don't give a shit what you do. Right. Have fun. Right, exactly. Make well, your make your brain happy. How much dopamine are you getting? You need to ramp that shit up. You need yeah. to get dopamine. I'm not out to be like, people who do this stuff are wrong. Like, I have a list of funny stuff that gives people boners. Let's talk about it. If it gives you a boner, that's fine. We still like you. Sure. <laughs> so, kinks are a colloquial term for non-normative sexual behavior. So what fits under normative then? Like missionary? (laughs) Penetrative sex and oral sex without like a bunch of accessories, I would suppose, would be would be normal. Candles. (laughs) Candles. Yeah, candles around. If you put if you have to put the candles on yourself, that's a kink baby. (laughs) But no, candles around for romance. Right. Romantic. And they do, have you ever seen in a movie where they rip up a bunch of roses? <laughs> and they just like take $85 of roses and they just rip them up and throw them all over the whole house. Like a fucking hamster or something. That's not, <laughs> you know what? It's not cool and it's not kinky. That's a little too normative for me. I, you know what? I'm not like someone who likes all the romantic stuff. I think it's very weird. I think romantic stuff is strange because it's not, it's not something that I'm into like normally. And so suddenly there being roses everywhere feels very weird to me in a way that's like uncomfortable. Lifetime movie network is not your love language is what you're saying. Right, right. What I like is when someone who I imagine is specifically you does something that is like, you know what I like. Like, I don't like roses. I don't want to wear fancy underwear and stuff. Like, that's like not my bag. But I like other stuff that's not that. (laughs) I think romantic shit is mad corny. I like R&B, but I don't think I would try to put it on and be like, so, do you feel how slow this BPM is? (laughs) Do you feel the jazzy chord changes and how when the guy sings, his voice wobbles? Oh, the wobbly singing about how much he loves his lady is making me get all slimy. (laughs) (laughs) But if you were into slime... (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> See? It's a slime trail all over the place with the R&B and the roses and the weird underwear that is very uncomfortable. I like conceptually the idea that there's underwear, women's underwear, that just has a string of pearls going from front to back underneath. <laughs> like up your crack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've always thought that was like the most hilarious form of like government mandated sexuality. Right. I like the class of women's undergarments that are worn exclusively for when you're about to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't understand either you're going to have to take it off immediately when you start to fuck or you're going to have like all of your good spots covered up and you're not and it's not going to be as fun for you. Think about it. You know what sexy clothes you need to wear to bed, ladies? You need to wear a pair of socks so your feet aren't too cold for you to nut. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good advice. Yep. So that's the name of the game for everybody, but some people need to do weird shit in order to have it, have it work out for them. There is a thing related to all this called paraphilia, which is when people are sexually aroused by weird, like, objects or situations or, like, unlikely fantasies. Like, they're, it's, like, stuff that would not even happen conceivably in a sexual situation, even if you're into kinky shit. So what's what's an example? Like, people who are like, I'm in love with this car. Oh, all of the things where they'll make a little half-hour TV show, and it's like, this guy in Illinois likes to kiss his car. <laughs> and then it zooms in on him, and he's like, I would marry my car if I could. <laughs> or a lady who's like, I married the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It has to be like more of a mental thing. They enjoy the idea of it because you well, get arrested if you tried to like fraught on the Eiffel Tower, I would imagine. It gets dark in Paris. <laughs> they light that shit up all the time, though. That's like their, that's their thing. That's like, uh, make sure you don't miss it. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying I have paraphilia for the Eiffel Tower, but if you ask me, travel to Paris under cover of night. Controlled charges to blow the breakers. Suddenly, complete darkness. Everybody's wondering what's happening. You get in, fraught, you get out. <laughs> That's the true missionary style because at the end of the day, you're on your plane home and you say, mission accomplished. <laughs> there are like grades of how much people are into stuff. They can go along with it. They could be pretty reliant on it and it's like something they like to do all the time or it is something that is like their only thing. As far as paraphilias, there's optional paraphilias, which is when you can also nut other ways and preferred paraphilias where they prefer their paraphilia to conventional sexual activities. I thought I would talk to you about some of the weird stuff people are into and I thought that I would start with a good one. And we just talked about recently, so this is this is this is kind of like a review. It is called formicophilia. Formicophilia, like formica. Uh huh. Is it countertops? No, it's when guys put bugs on their dicks. Oh no! <laughs> like a buddy from from the ants episode who was telling us how big our bugs were. We saw that guy's pictures. <laughs> So it's so 
they like it. That's all there is. That's all there is to it. it, it is there any specific information? Yes. Be- so, uh, formicophilia is actually a form of zoophilia. So it's like bestiality. Like they are getting sexual pleasure from bugs. And the draw of it is they like having stuff crawl on their dick. And they like it when bugs bite them. And they will apply insects to their genitals and sometimes other places on their body as well. But they especially like ants, which is why it's called formicophilia, because formico means ant in Greek or something. I forget which one it was. Yeah, because of formic acid. That's mm-hmm. what they have in their bodies. Oh, we all learned something here today. So how popular is formicophilia? Are there like billions of people <laughs> no, it's walking not. around? Everybody's got a little jar tied around their genitals. <laughs> No, it's like not common. Um, there were a couple case studies, one where it had like the case study of a man who would masturbate all the time by putting cockroaches all over his dick. Yeah. And he would put snails on himself. He started doing it when he was a kid and he liked having ants crawl on his legs. And then he got in trouble for getting caught in a sexual situation with another kid and got in trouble. And it's like the combination, like the psychiatrist said that it was a combination of him having the thing where he liked the ants crawling on him and then having like a traumatic experience with his parents at the same time like mm. made it so he fixated on that yeah and he just did it for his whole life and sometimes he would also hold a frog against his dick <laughs> frogophilia yeah like he would put a dick uh, frog on his dick and like let it hang out that's pretty much the thing i'm sure some people have more than one thing that they do you get locked into it Mm-hmm. Like you just early on something something happens good or bad and you get locked into it. Right. You know, I've often thought Star Wars. Now whether you like or hate Star Wars is irrelevant. Star Wars is kind of a kink because it's something you see as a kid and then you have to do it the rest of your life to be happy. <laughs> like that's just it for your brain. Your brain is like... Argh. This is what I like now. Yeah. I understand that. There's some There's thing, some things that I like that I've just always liked it and I can't imagine not liking it. I think it readily translates to putting ants on your dick. <laughs> Everyone has ants on their dick. It just... What is the ant? <laughs> All of us have ants on our dicks. And just only some of us actually show it on the outside. <laughs> just only some of us take it literally. <laughs> Yeah, there's another uh, another case study of uh, someone who had formicophilia, and he got started because he saw a old ice cream stick on the sidewalk covered with ants, and he was like, I wonder what would it feel like if that was my dick. What if I was the popsicle stick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he gave it a shot, and he was like, this is my shit. And he was also sexually attracted to dogs and goats. All right. <laughs> But that, but that go again goes with the idea that having the bugs on your dick is like zoophilia. It's hard to make a judgment call because, and it's really easy to get mired in some kind of argument about whether a dog or a goat can sexually consent. They can't. I, I have a feeling that they can't. I would personally think, well, you just crossed the line. Like the ant doesn't know where it is. 
the ant thinks it's biting a person, and it is. That's all the ant gets out of it. Right. I mean, the bugs are fine because bugs don't know what's going on. The bug could accidentally be crawling on your dick for all it knows, as long as you're not killing the bugs to get your rocks off. But I think that once you're actually putting your dick into an animal, it is no longer fine. Judge Natalie, Natalie's court. How much sexual activity with animals is like, it's fine, maybe, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the famous, uh, uh, there was some kind of group, I think it was PETA or something, and they had a whole bunch of animals on a billboard, and it started with chicken, the most edible animal in it, and it had a whole bunch of animals, and then on the other end was like a person, it's like, eating animals. Where do you draw the line? But everybody took it and drew their own personal line. <laughs> That's basically, you know, sliding scale on bestiality. So what else what else do you have? <laughs> it doesn't involve having questionably consensual sex with animals. Um there's a metaphilia. A meta? Oh, is that puking? Yeah. That's when people like it when you puke. Oh. Some of them are into like gagging stuff. Some of them prefer to vomit themselves or vomit onto somebody else. Uh, some of them like being vomited on by somebody else. Mm-hmm. And they refer to the practice as a Roman shower. Roman? Okay. Based on the idea, which is like not accurate, where they would have the feasts where people would stop and puke so they can keep on eating. Right. And you said that's not accurate. That's not actually what people right. would do yeah. in yeah. ancient Rome. Right. I like the idea that somebody's into formicophilia and emetophilia to where they're like, oh no, there's so many ants on my dick. I wish somebody would puke on it. <laughs> uh, call for the pizza guy. <laughs> He'll puke on it. <laughs> is there a is there a kink for pizza guy? Because that seems to be like a recurring theme that you summon a stranger to your house and then you prompt them. I don't know if that's a trope or if that's just like. I think that the idea was in porn in pornos when the pizza guy or like the plumber will show up, they are just having some random guy come over, and the most plausible person that you can just have come over because you're ruddy is the pizza guy. Anybody else would be like, I'll be out in about 12 days. (laughs) (laughs) Like you couldn't call the internet guy to come do it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Call the Ikea delivery guy to to come take care of it for you. (laughs) (laughs) My cable modem's down and there's ants all over my boobs. (laughs) I'll be out in three weeks. (laughs) Some of the people who are into getting puked on or puking on other people or making people puke or making themselves puke, it's a dominance thing. There's like weird parallels between the act of puking and like ejaculating. Okay. And that's another thing they get out of it. It's like making your stomach come. <laughs> All over somebody. Just... It smells bad. <laughs> Changes based on what you eat. It's just, I Gets get it. Gets all the ants off though. <laughs> come back for the puke. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta bring this back to the colony. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do you know what time it is? Time for this fucking quiz. Um, today's quiz. Are you ready? Yeah. Top 10 most common fetishes. Go. 
So, like, the normiest abnormal thing yeah. that people do yeah. that's not ripping up roses and kissing. Yeah. <laughs> kissing and doing some oral. BDSM. Is that, is, do I have to break that up or is that just count as one? BDSM slash bondage. Is bondage? One. Bondage, domination, sadism, and masochism. But that's just one of them. I don't get four for that. No, that's just one. I'm not sure if BDSM does stand for that. Maybe one of our kinkier listeners will correct me. What about leather, like Tom of Finland? Rubber, latex, leather. So old-timey car materials, like anything you would find on a Model T. Like rubber, latex, leather. Cadmium headlights. <laughs> yeah. Does incest count? Because that's I don't think what I, I feel like anytime. I see pornos. It's all like, not my stepbrother. <laughs> Me and my stepsister. Yeah. My stepsister <laughs> needs help with her homework. Like, my stepmom. No, that's, I don't, that's not a fetish. Uh, big boobs. That's not a fetish. That's really. not a fetish. That's, that's normie. Big boobs are just like a thing. What about really super... I'm talking when they put in the big spirals that get them like the 68 double Gs. There is a there is a boob f- fetish, but it is more people who only are worried about the boobs when they're doing their sex stuff. Does anal count? No. Is that a fetish? No. That is normal now. Anal is not even a fetish. Everyone's eating ass, baby. That's that's what they call the fourth meal. <laughs> All the kids are doing it every day. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can't believe I don't even know what fetishes people do. I feel like I try to stay informed, but <laughs> apparently not. What about computers? Is there something where people, mm. they, where like they have- I am a fucking benevolent game show host. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you because voyeurism is on the list. Voyeurism? Mm-hmm. Oh, that is just watching people have sex. Mm-hmm. Was exhibition the same thing? Exhibitionism is people watching you. I mean, that's not on the list, but so I'm not going to count it up. That's the reverse of that one. Mm-hmm. A lot more voyeurs than exhibitionists. Really? So it's an exhibitionist's market. If you want to <laughs> get out there. There's lookers all over the place, baby. The world is your oyster. <laughs> yeah, but it's tough because you have to get consent. Otherwise, you're just showing your stuff off in public or having sex in public in front of people who don't necessarily want to see it, right? Right, right. So apart from that, it's an exhibitionist market, baby. <laughs> well, I was thinking like, cause you said, you said computers. And so what I immediately thought of was people watching cam girls and shit. I was thinking about people having sex to their computer. <laughs> nope. That's not on the list. I, I'm going to take it back. No. <laughs> what about pee and poop? Water sports. People don't do poop that much, I don't think. I have to confess. You know what? Do what you want. There's something that I really fundamentally don't like about it, and that's also my right. No one's going to make you poop for But, yeah, nobody's going to. I am not into anything that smells or makes it so you have to change the sheets on the bed immediately. (laughs) (laughs) 
like that is like a real buzzkill. Like after after you nut, you don't want to have to like, all right, time to do all the laundry, everything in the laundry. Come on, let's go. You want to go to sleep? Yeah, let's hang out on the bare mattress for an hour and a half. Yeah, like gotta stay up for two more hours because those blankets are very big. What about? I don't remember the name of it, but there's something where people sit on cakes and they roll around in food and they get it all over themselves and like their hair gets all wet with like whatever like pudding or jello or something. No, that's not that's not a common one. Like the cake part lady. I barely remember what that was about. When I was in college, I met somebody who I had a brief relationship with who said that they were into that stuff, except they phrased it a certain way and I didn't get, and then it was like, it was literally, it was like eight or 10 years later, I saw some reference to it and I was like, oh, (laughs) it was so far out. You know, I was like, not very old. Realizing later that she actually wanted to get a sheet cake. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) That's like a waste of cake. Your butt's been on that cake. I don't want that cake. (laughs) What about uh, fetish for people who are missing body parts? No, that's not common. Uh -uh. I mean, a lot of it is stuff where you could easily, like, find accessories in the sex shop. Like, it's not, like, it's not real obscure shit. Like, you dress up as a sexy teacher or something? Does that count as a That fetish? is in the same line, but the same the same category, but it is not on the list. That is, like, on the right track, though. Uh, so it's stuff you would find in a sex shop. About that level of, of adventure. What about the thing where you put the cylinder, and they have a different one for different genitals, and you put it, and you just blow that sucker up like a balloon? The pump stuff? That's not a fetish. Seems like it would be. <laughs> I'm tr- I'm trying to think about what they have at the sex shop. I'm like bongs. No. <laughs> I have a oh, bong. you know I what? Have a bong fetish. No, it, no. Uh, <laughs> you know what is a fetish though is smoking. People, we talked about this a really long time ago, and it's something that mostly older people like because young people either don't smoke or they just vape. Um, it is, but it's not on the list. I will say I went out once or twice with some dude who had a smoking fetish and a foot fetish. Combo move. I'm pretty laid back and I don't give a fuck. I'll try anything once. I had sex with him once and it was so weird and awful that I had to dump him immediately. Yeah. All he did was like fuck around with my feet and he could not maintain a boner unless I was smoking cigarettes the entire time. That sounds like a recipe for you to throw up. That would make you sick. <laughs> I felt sick. like I was going to get sick, yeah. That would make you right. And if he didn't have a fetish for that, it sounds like, <laughs> you know, maybe he could figure out something else to do. But you inadvertently revealed that I think probably a big one is foot fetish. Yeah. I should have thought of that first. There's an artist I very much like, but they post a lot of foot fetish stuff. I'm not a foot fetish guy, so every time I'm like, this is fine, and then I scroll down, and I'm like, but you got the feet in it. <laughs> like, of course you got, and if that's what makes your gears turn, it's fine. It's just like if you ordered a pizza and somebody very carefully hand drew on the box like a very detailed pair of feet, and it was like one of the big toes was winking at you. <laughs> You're like, all right. And they're like, do you like the drawing? And then you're like, I guess they're like, the drawing is feet. 
yeah, that guy was like that guy who I went out with was mega weird, and I was like so not into it that like immediately as soon as I got home, I called him and broke up with him. <laughs> and he was he was really bummed out because I don't think any any chick he ever met was just like sure. <laughs> but I was like, I, you know, I it's just not for me. I don't think it's gonna work out. <laughs> I I mean I think I'm very open minded. I'll try anything I, once. I don't I, it, but I have to be allowed to say I don't like it afterwards. Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. I think everybody has the right to their own dopamine, and if that's not where I get mine, if you want to puke on your feet and then <laughs> your ants, if you want to handcuff your feet together and then puke <laughs> on them. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> Just don't do it in public unless everybody else there is like, I am a voyeur. <laughs> <laughs> but if he's a voyeur, maybe he's a voyeur who specifically likes watching people handcuff their feet together and puke on them. Yeah. Think about it. There's, Everybody's happy in that situation. There's nothing wrong. Everyone's happy. There's somebody, I described that specific situation. We have enough listeners now that there's somebody out there who's racking up to it. Like, oh yeah. Let's get there. Keep talking. Handcuff puke. <laughs> Handcuffed. Tell me about the ants again. <laughs> no, it's fine. How how far am I? I don't think I yeah, can. You can you, I don't you, think I can think yeah, of anything else. What did I miss? Uh, you, okay, you got foot fetish. Did I get number one? What's the most common foot one? Fetish. Uh, we also have spanking. We have infantilism, balloons, tickling, and cuckolding. Oh, the Republicans do that. Mm-hmm. That's their thing. They say. <laughs> Listen, who is it? One of those Republicans did that. I forget which one it was. Uh, it was... R- Roger Stone? Roger Stone. Yeah, that was his big thing. It's not libelous or slanderous to say it was part of a court deposition. <laughs> <laughs> so you can check with the court if you're getting mad at that. Right. I just have a fucking giant list of all kinds of fucking fetishes. Let's and hear kinks. it. Let's hear it. The first one we got is hoplophilia. You want to guess what it is? It sounds like an IPA. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. It's people who are sexually attracted to guns and firearms. Wow. Really? Uh-huh. You know, something that people say for folks who are really, like, gun-centric and, you know, their existence it centers around guns, they're obsessed with guns, is they say you like to kiss your guns, but some people kiss their guns for real, huh? They rub them on their dicks, I guess. Jeez, wow. Maybe they stick their dick in in the gun hole and they just poke it. You think so? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, yeah, and you would have to stick be... Stick their dick in the... In the trigger hole like where your finger goes oh maybe spin it around <laughs> <laughs> like, like in the old west right right pew pew pew, pew. what are you working with partner <laughs> shoo, shoo, shoo. spin it around and then you nut i mean inevitably right <laughs> that's the name of the game look if you're good if you're good at what you do <laughs> There's some people who have a fetish for girls who can't start their cars. <laughs> yeah. Like the action of the woman like cranking the key and like pumping the gas and stuff and trying to get the car to turn over. Like they get something out of that. The push button start is really taking the air out of their sails, I think. Yeah, I hate the push button start too, though. That's some bullshit. It sucks when your car just has a button and you just push the button. And also the thing where you don't really have to have your keys has just caused me to forget my keys all the time. Right, right. That also. It's not helpful. And then I like to see when a woman just can't start it. (laughs) 
she's just pumping the gas and I'm just out there watching, just nodding my head, like, keep like, going. Oh, yeah, your car's never going to start, bitch. <laughs> That's, I wouldn't call her the B word. <laughs> What's that one? Does that have a word? No, I don't have a word for it. Girls who can't start their cars of <laughs> Um, I remember, this is it's only very slightly related. There was this guy who used to call me when I was a phone sex operator. And he would call me all the time. And he would always talk on the phone for fucking three hours. And it was insufferable. He was like from the middle of nowhere, like in Montana, the middle of nowhere. I just think he was independently wealthy, but he was dumb as a fucking box of hammers. I was talking to him one day and he was like, what kind of car do you got? And I like, as a matter of course, I would like always lie, but I would always like lie slightly. Yeah. Just so if they asked me about it later, then I would remember like what my, what my lie was. And so at the time I was driving a Subaru Loyal, which was like a little teeny Subaru. And he asked me what kind of car I drove Instead of saying a 1990 Subaru Loyal, I said, I have a 1990 Honda Civic. <laughs> he was like... <laughs> and he was like, oh, those are very good cars. He's like, I see you out there in, in my driveway in your Honda Civic. And I'm walking slowly out. And I can see you in your car. And you get out of your car and I can see how sexy you are. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and he's like... And I walk up to you with your Honda Civic and I push you up against your car and I look you right in your face. I get real close to your face and I say, car for sale. <laughs> <laughs> I had to hit the mute button so fast when I was cracking up. <laughs> that's what I think about when I think of a young attractive thing with car problems <laughs> that's immediately what I think about <laughs> car for sale car for sale uh, there's some people who have teddy bear fetishes who modify their teddy bears so they could fuck them I have seen photos of that but I guess I've seen I is that, but I just always thought that that was someone's clever way of hiding their fuck thing. Like you never guess it was in the bear. Perfect hiding place. Yeah, but they actually <laughs> what they want is to have sex with the teddy bear. Mm -hmm. The teddy bear itself is what they want. Yeah. Um, there are people who refer to themselves as woolies who are somehow sexually attracted to wool. It yeah. seems innocuous. Yeah, it does. Just don't put them in the dryer. There's coprophilia, which is when you like to eat shit like an ant. Do what you will, coprophiliac. <laughs> if you are a coprophiliac, please say something in the comments. Let us know how it's working out for you. We all we all benefit from getting to know each other better. You get to tell us about being a coprophiliac, and everyone else gets to be like, dude, I was talking to this coprophiliac in a message board the other day. It was wild. <laughs> Right, and I think that most pe I think it's taboo enough that most people wouldn't want to be like, it's me, I'm the person who eats shit. I mean, that's got to be part of it is like, <laughs> this is the number one thing. This is the number one thing you're not supposed to be eating. <laughs> that's like, the, that is the number one. Like, maybe rocks. <laughs> <laughs> This is the number two thing you're not supposed to be eating. Okay, number... Rocks aren't made of shit, but you'll break your teeth and it'll probably cause you all kinds of problems. Rocks are objectively worse. 
Because you know the shit's going to go right through. And the shit's not going to break your teeth. Yeah, and it's already, you don't really have to work at digesting it because it's already made its way through. Yeah, easy on the system. (laughs) Think about it. (laughs) The easiest thing to digest. That's like uh, koala. Isn't it koalas that make the fecal pap and and then that's what the babies eat? You know, when the guy at the zoo says, touch a snake, up to you. But if he says, touch my koala, give him the big N-O. Right. When you sh- when you post a picture when you went on the cruise and then you have a picture of yourself holding a koala, I don't think that shit's cute. <laughs> I think you got, like, weird germs all over you. There's a, there's a paraphilia called herophilia, which means that you're sexually attracted to religiously sacred objects. Do the followers of herophilia, do they call themselves altar boys <laughs> <laughs> you know after everybody goes home from the service i get up there and like, fraught on the baptismal <laughs> fraught on a reliquary <laughs> i think that's i think that's just the thing people can do what they want but at the end of the day a lot of this stuff is just glorified frotting <laughs> it's just you frotting on some inanimate objects <laughs> But you know, when you think about it, if you're gonna fraud on anything, you want some you want to fraud on something that's gonna stand still. Like the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Or baptismal <laughs> 75 Chevy. Have <laughs> <laughs> uh, you heard of xylophilia? No, what is that? That is when you're sexually attracted to wood. Xylem. Yeah. Like the fiber in trees. Mm-hmm. Okay. Isn't there a better word? Tree for- fucker. <laughs> <laughs> If you're not hurting the tree, if you're not drilling a hole in the tree, go for it. I don't think it's wrong to assume that a lot of people who are being really aggressive about this stuff are men who are being sexually aggressive with their penises. Do you, I don't think that's wrong, just statistically speaking. Right, yeah. The people who are really aggressive and people who are just like, this is what I want, so I'm going to go do it, dumbass. <laughs> Mostly men. Right. I'm going to go fuck the tree. Shut up. <laughs> it's my tree to fuck. I'm the master of my domain. <laughs> if this tree didn't want to get fucked, it wouldn't have grown behind my apartment building. <laughs> Uh, there's also uh, lithophiliacs who are people who are sexually attracted to rocks. Just don't eat them, baby. Don't eat them, babe. Keep them out of your mouth. <laughs> the mouth is only for food and shit. <laughs> <laughs> there are people called psychrophiles who are sexually attracted to people being frozen or touching stuff that's very cold. They have got to be having a field day with the release of Frozen 2, the Disney movie where Elsa and Anna both die. Then this stupid guy looks like a snowman and he's... He, ah! Oh, that guy's so cold. Woo! Ooh, he's made out of snow! Then he melted! Then he's dead also! <laughs> That was my my least favorite part of Frozen too was when everybody died. I've never seen Frozen, have you? No. No. That's the side effect of having a kid who's too cool for that shit is we don't have to watch it. You know what I think, Natalie? It's just the same feeling I have toward kinks and fetishes where if you like 
Frozen. If you like Disney princess movies, go for it. It's not my thing. I'm allowed to say I don't like it. <laughs> right, right. But I'm never going to stop anybody. And if my friend tells me, like, oh, I went to see Frozen. I went to see Frozen 3. It's thought time. Like, Frozen 4 froze up again. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm not. It's fine. It's not my thing. You can watch it, but Snowman died very. He died screaming. That, that was what I meant when I was screaming. That's yeah, they named it because his face was frozen in fear <laughs> as he perished. Per- they were royalty. They deserved it. Right, they did. They're useless. So good riddance. Fuck you guys. See ya. There is a paraphilia called chasmophilia, which is when you are sexually attracted to chasms, valleys, caves, and canyons. So you just go to it and you're like, oh yeah. Is it's that, just, I mean. I'm popping wood to this. What is there, the eternal question, what is there to be done about this? Maybe they like looking at pictures of them. I want to write a ballad about a man who is in love with chasms but has never seen one in real life he just longingly looks at the photographs of the chasms online and jerks it off like sadly (laughs) one day i'll get to see a chasm i thought i was gonna sound like some some real depressing shit like death stranding music (laughs) i can't sing like that i can't sing indie yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah, i'm in love with the chasm i'm just thinking that one like the Coco song. Mm-hmm. Makes me have orgasm. Yeah, I was thinking like... And then the music sounds like really slow, sad, like wheezy synthesizer. My sad chasm. Like that. You know what? I When I hear that kind <laughs> of stuff, indie rock is like a fetish. Like if you want to listen to it, fine by me. You're not hurting anybody. <laughs> All right, go for it. But I can't, I just, whenever I hear that shit, I imagine just like hopping on the treadmill and I'm like, all right, what's popping today? (laughs) And I get on my Spotify and then it's just like this real slow, like plink, plink. And a girl is like, oh, (laughs) all right. Like I'm going to jog it out to this bullshit. Yes, slaps. I'm running. I'm running now. <laughs> that Death Stranding music is the worst shit I've ever heard in my life. Whenever a song cues up on Death Stranding, I'm like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> and then if you get sucked into the pit, it, when the music plays, it just pauses it, and then it starts it right back up after you <laughs> You don't even get to kill any time being in the pit. That's how you can tell it's hell. <laughs> hell is real. You know, I read this on a couple of different websites. I don't believe this This is a thing. It's called the climacophilia, which means that you can only get off if you're falling down the stairs. Hmm. So you don't think it's real? You think it's like... I think that it would be hard to be a person who's only able to nut falling down the stairs. I think there would be associated hospital bills and stuff that would make it so you were never able to get off ever. And you would be a very, like, pent-up person. Like, you can get injured very badly falling down yeah, the can, stairs. It's just I've read a V.C. Andrews book. You can get all kinds of injuries falling down the stairs. <laughs> Though, I mean, people have died falling down yeah, the stairs. Sure. I'm skeptical about that one. That's the one I'm skeptical about. I mean, that would be a fetish because it would be something where if you couldn't get off unless you were actively falling down the stairs. And also, it's either got to be a long staircase or you've got a very narrow window. You've really got to 
set up for it. Like, okay. Can you just stall out, like, right beforehand if you if you can't fall down the stairs? Because I would imagine maybe you would get, like, almost there and jump! It's when you hit that that's when you get that extra, that extra push you need to get over the edge. Yeah, you just made a gesture that nobody's going to see, <laughs> but it's very evocative. <laughs> uh, there's people who have macrophilia, which um, means they have... Uh, thing for giant people giant people that's like attack of the 50 foot woman yeah and they're like oh no you're so big please don't pick me up and she's like too bad i already did i'm putting your whole body in my vagina it sounds like a nightmare to me if they didn't care about your pleasure if it was like mutual and you were both and like she left your head out i think the implication you would have to go ahead first wouldn't you i've never your shoes would be too scratchy i've never <laughs> well <laughs> If I was into it, I would take my shoes off. <laughs> God, I take I don't wear my shoes in the house at all. We're doing this outside, fifty feet tall. I would in that case I would be wearing my docks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I feel like they would be relatively small. How big would a fifty foot woman's vagina be? Just a long sigh and silence as we do some mental math. I don't know. What if it's not proportional? What if she's 50 feet tall, but she has normal sized everything? How big is a vagina? Depth can vary uh, approximately 3.77 inches long. If a 50-foot woman is roughly 10 times taller than a regular woman, then you then you could imagine that her vagina would be 40 inches long, which is short. Yeah. Not big enough for a man. Right. So there must be something else at play here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if, you, if you're into that, maybe... It, it, you should think about the logistics a little bit. Will you hold your breath? And I don't think it would be wide enough to put a whole man up a bit. Ten times as wide as a regular vagina. It's not going to be that wide. Yeah, I don't I, I don't think I would fit. I'm stocky. I'm a chunky garden boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is something called spectrophilia, which means that you're sexually attracted to ghosts. And some people who have spectrophilia say that they have had sex with ghosts. It's called spectrophilia, uh -huh. like a specter haunts our nation. Right. Do you think that they are just imagining like otherworldly energy? Or do you think it's all about the sheet on the ghost? <laughs> when the ghost is floating and it just has the eye holes and it's got the sheet. Yeah. Maybe it's a fabric thing. <laughs> What's your thread count on your ghost? like how anyone is having like how would it even happen i don't understand how could you be sexually attracted to something you can't see most of the time well it just makes it that much more special <laughs> like if you is can like only if you have to see a ghost in order to have sex then i think you would treat it in a different way than somebody who would just like bang it out every two or three days <laughs> yeah i guess so and again, if that's if that's what your brain tells you you has you have to do, no judgment. Like everybody's brain tells them stupid things to do. If you're listening to this and you're feeling bad about yourself because you want to fuck a cave, just remember like one day I found a rock 
I was walking through my house and I saw a rock on the floor and it was the size of the of a pistachio. This rock I saw was the size <laughs> of a pistachio. And my brain said, well, that must be a pistachio that you or somebody else dropped. <laughs> and then the other part of my brain that talks to my brain goes, oh, okay. <laughs> I lean down, I pick it up and I put it in my mouth and I bite down on it. And then I realize, no, that's a rock. <laughs> Did you break your teeth? I didn't. It was like before I really crunched down hard, I could taste the mineral nature yeah. of the rock. And I was like, this is no pistachio. I'll crunch it a little just in case. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a really like magnesium laden pistachio. <laughs> I'd be, I would be, I should do some research on people who fuck ghosts. <laughs> like how did they get to that point in their relationship with the ghost? Or do they just like go to a haunted house and like just spread out? <laughs> And just cross their fingers. <laughs> Won't somebody come and haunt this house? <laughs> and do you really have a ghost fetish or do you have an invisible man fetish? Right. I bet that's the thing. So it's like a definite kink for people to just have sex with strangers. Right. That's like definitely a thing. Does that have a yeah, name? I, I, I think that's like pretty common. Yeah. Oh, they have an app for that now. Yeah. <laughs> Having sex with strangers is, like, just a thing people do. I guess that's... I, that's, I mean, you're not going to fuck people you know. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to poison the pool of people you know by fucking some of them and then being like, oh, I got to see that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you got to fuck from afar. <laughs> So there's also necrophilia, which is when you like to do it with dead people. I heard mm -hmm. that that's not quite, quite as much of a thing. I have only ever seen one dead person. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen a dead person? You did. You saw a guy die. I did, yeah. Yeah, the only dead person I ever saw is my dad. <laughs> you didn't pop wood, huh? No, I didn't. No. <laughs> no. Uh, no, he died. He was old. Natural causes actually he always used to brag that his blood clotted really well like he would cut himself and he'd be like yeah that clotted fast <laughs> so uh yeah blood clots who would have thought but uh <laughs> they threw him in a car whatever they did to bring him to the funeral home down the street Put him in a wagon. and uh we're all sitting around me and my mom <laughs> My sister, my brother-in-law are all sitting in, all sitting around the funeral home, just like kind of not talking. And uh, this guy comes in. And he's like, "We need somebody to identify the body." And I was like, "What? Like <laughs> why? <laughs> like didn't they label him?" <laughs> and he was like, "It's state law." And I look at my mom. My mom is like still traumatized and my sister you know she's not happy about the situation my brother-in-law is like well like he would know yeah but uh i was like all right i'll go habeas corpus bro <laughs> and i went in there and they pulled the sheet back and i was like that's him <laughs> wouldn't it have been funny if it was the wrong guy yeah it would have been i mean he would have thought it was very funny Mm -hmm. So it's all, it's fine. As fine as being dead can be. That's kind of like the worst case scenario, but. It's, I mean, it, it's the worst case scenario, but it's also everybody's, everybody's thing. Everybody's last party is having some old guy who makes money off the dead, pull the sheet back over your face. And then your kid goes, yep, that's him. <laughs> 
That's, how, yeah, that's, how that's it, brother. Yep. But how, so what I'm saying is I'm 40. I've seen a dead person once. How often are you going to run into them? The only practical way to be a necrophiliac is if you were in a war zone or in a time of pandemic pneumonia. Like, what are the odds you're going to be alive during the time of the rapid spread of the Wuhan coronavirus? <laughs> Anyways, I heard that it's not like so much of a thing. And people are like, oh, people work at the mortuary and fuck the corp. They don't really do that. No, that's like saying, oh, if you work in a chemical lab, you've got pure ethanol. You're going to drink that. Oh, you're going to synthesize acid. None of that shit ever happens. Right. People breathing down your neck. You got to type shit into spreadsheets. That doesn't happen. You can't go fuck the chemicals. It's probably more likely if someone's synthesizing acid than they're fucking corpses. Well, the precursors are really hard to get. But that's... <laughs> That's neither here nor there. <laughs> there is symphorophilia, which is when you are sexually aroused by witnessing or staging disasters such as car accidents. Like crash. Yeah. Do you remember, Natalie, when we were going through and we were watching all of the David Cronenberg movies? Uh I really like his work. Right. I somehow pirated the wrong movie called Crash, and we watched, (laughs) do you remember this? We watched like 30 minutes of this drama about like cops. We were watching this, and I was like... Well, I knew it wasn't. Like, I was like, I don't remember this, because I had I had to read the book and watch the movie in some philosophy class in college. I was like, this is not this is not what I remember this being. <laughs> but I still sat through it. I was like, maybe it's going to change. It's going to switch up a little bit. I don't remember. I just don't remember the part with the tough cop. The Strat family and stuff. We got like a half hour in, and you're like, pause it. Yeah, this kind of sucks. And you're like, no, this is the wrong movie. <laughs> movie is about people getting off on wrecking cars this is like not that movie that would be an expensive fetish here's what i'm thinking the newspaper every year at least here in columbus publishes a list and they say columbus's 10 most dangerous intersections and so you could go and hang out like on one of them there's a cvs on the corner so you could go in and buy a monster (laughs) yeah And you could, just like Death Standing, and then you could go out there and chill and just wait. Chances are you go to that CVS, you hang out there for a week, you're going to see one car wreck. Yeah, and just beat off furiously (laughs) as the cops are all pulling up. (laughs) I don't understand how it translates to sex most of the time. You know what some of this stuff makes me think about is our friend Alan D. Patton. No, he's not our friend, by the way. <laughs> he's not, no. Let's lead by saying <laughs> he's not our friend. He's a registered sex offender. <laughs> he is. Here in the city of Columbus. <laughs> he's famous for being a sex offender in Columbus. Uh, a number of years ago, he was arrested multiple times for stealing urine. Yeah, he would set up contraptions in public restrooms to steal pee from people, and then he would get arrested, and then he would be right back there collecting pee again. And he would get kicked out of public places, and then he would just pop up in a different one. And he was constantly getting arrested, and he was constantly on the news website, and there was constantly a picture of him. He was like a mascot for a while. There's a lot of people from Columbus, but there's only one guy notorious for stealing urine. (laughs) The pee bandit. You need to watch out when you're peeing at McDonald's because there might be a P 
pee-saving receptacle, and there might be a man waiting to steal your stuff. Part of the thing is he was like, well, I need to steal pee from children because then I drink that, and it makes me more young. And I, there were transcripts, and the <laughs> cops got him. And they were like, well, doesn't it make you sick? And he's like, oh, yeah, I fucking barf all the time. <laughs> he's like, I'm drinking piss. What do you think is going to happen? The cops are like, so you wanted this to stay young. And he is like, yeah, is it working? And they're like, I don't know, bro. Like, you're in your 60s. And uh, the <laughs> cops were like, you know, is there some kind of sexual component to this? And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, it's definitely a sex thing also. It's not just like fountain of youth. It's like fountain of sex. <laughs> At least he, all he was doing was, was getting the pee. That's all. Like, he was getting the pee in a passive manner. It's like the only saving grace of the story of him. I don't know anything about his personal life, but it seemed like what was reported in the news was just him stealing other people's pee. And that's like, you were throwing that away anyway. Right. I mean, you didn't want it. My thing is always like... We should set up a public program. Just give him the pee. I think you prosecute the crime. You don't prosecute... Like the other things that lead you to doing something that might be a crime. He wasn't a great guy. He was a creep. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, ultimately, he got arrested and put on a list for being a mega creep, which he was. If you steal stuff from children, it's not great, even if it's urine. (laughs) (laughs) So what did you learn today about this shit? (laughs) I feel like I learned so much today. There's so many things that I would not have thought people would have gotten off to. People always surprise you, though. They're just always inventing new things to nut off. Water sports. Mm-hmm. Very popular. Would not have thought. Never hear about people doing that. You might be interested to know water sports don't burn very many calories. <laughs> really? So it's not that great for athletic activity. Okay. Even though it says sports in the name. You know, I'm not into sports, but give me football any day. <laughs> water football. <laughs> You know, don't even give me the Latin term. Just miss me with water football. <laughs> what did you learn today, Natalie? I didn't learn anything. I'm, I'm filthy. I, I need most of this stuff. Well, if you haven't already, subscribe to patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity to get more filthy knowledge. You can chat with us and our listeners on our Discord. Come on to the Discord. It'll be like uh, Benjamin is here everybody swish your lightsabers and we all like make fun of how discord is for gamers but uh it's a nice place everybody there is very friendly but you gotta subscribe to join there so patreon.com slash garbage brain universe we also have a thing there where you can suggest topics today i i decided this topic on my own but usually people have really great suggestions and we pick from them liberally so if you have a suggestion please send it you also hear all of our episodes you've missed there have been over 30 at this point thanks again for listening and we'll talk to you next time good night good night